everyone, welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here, and Wolves are finally back to winning ways. I actually forgot what it was like to win a football match. When that score came in on Saturday, I was like, how, how do I feel? I, 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 I don't know what my emotions are to react to this. I'm concerned. Well, it, when you go five games not without winning, you're losing three or four in elite each week. You just bring it down. No? I'm waiting for another one before I get too carried away. Okay. <laughs> Wouldn't have said it was that. Great it didn't breaking. seem that long. Although it's, been, it's <laughs> been the manner of now we've got the win. It's, it's all been, right. It's been the manner of the defeats rather than how long it's gone on for. I mean, Derby didn't seem that long ago. Truth be told, they've all sort of merged into maybe one. It was, five and four. <laughs> maybe, it maybe it was just because it was fresh. Maybe on the podcast this week we've got uh, Luke Regan. Evening. Uh, we've got Ben Husband. All right. We've got the Baron. Oh yeah. John Barb. Whoa. I mean, don't get don't get me wrong. I didn't like my nickname, but where was it? Well, I, I think I've lost track of what your nickname is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was the, the Oracle. You, you never was went for the Oracle, despite me pushing no. for it, didn't <laughs> then we had, I mean, Well, Luke Thompson took the Oracle. No, he hasn't. He, he has. fluked yeah. one. He fluked one. Yeah, no, he's took it. I got a season right, he got a weekend. <laughs> uh, we've got Richard Hobbs as well. Evening. For this week. We're going to talk about the game against Brighton and Sheffield Wednesday, but firstly, news. Uh, anyone else hear about George Margarita? Um, ineligible player for Chester. That sounded like the match. start to the worst joke <laughs> <laughs> ever. Um, yeah, so he played in Chesterfield's uh, win in the FA Cup second round, but they're now having to replay the match because he was an ineligible player in the game and he's now returned to Wolves off his loan spell. It's a bit mean, isn't it? Yeah. I'll just let him have it. We're going to play. They must be gutted because, but, I mean, they've got a really enthralling cup tie against someone. Is it Crawley or something in the third okay. round? Or? Is it MK or Worcester? Worcester or Scumford? That's yeah. it. But they're going to beat MK Dons up there? Yeah, so they might miss out on that big payday. <laughs> <laughs> John, you were saying before that he got quite a low rating in the paper. Being in the Football League paper, he managed to score a four. Not too many people in the whole paper scored a four, but George managed one in a I think one nil home defeat, was it, on Saturday? But it was only very only lost one nil. He got a four. Yeah, they're, they're, did he boot it into his own net? We did. They had a player sent off, so they were they were under pressure for a lot of the game. So he got worse. Yeah, than he the got sent off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did just describe this that if this had been a boxing card, we'd have expected the boxer if he got a four to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> I think, but generally, I think his reports have been quite good. But you can't yeah. really. He's coming back to Wolves now. Mm. It must be a terrible feeling for him. Thinking about him, he's been playing yeah. all season. And he's coming back to Wolves, and I, I would say there's absolutely no hope of him being playing in any football now. Well, he'll join Foley and Johnson in Group Three, won't Foley he? Foley plays for Blackpool. He'll join Johnson in Group, group Three, three. won't he? <laughs> Let's face it, Group Three is going to have a pretty solid two-man central defence, depending <laughs> on who the player. I think Johnson just turns up with like one of the cup and ball, just <laughs> on his own. Just, <laughs> just we can just imagine Johnson's world-class kick-ups. <laughs> He's somehow taking on that yeah. weird Mexican kid who turns up at all these events just to see if he can land the ball on the back of his neck. He'll do that um, soccer AM skill schools they have in the morning. I'll oh, have him back on after the last one anyway. <laughs> yeah. After the last, after last or, one's or in the Or maybe he's heightened his yo-yo still, so he's just... I still remember his kung fu kick that he tried to do against Swansea when he tried to clear that ball the once. Wasn't that quite... against Danny Graham as well? I would be. Ve- yeah, I can't yeah. remember, but I would be very interested to see whether or not Roger Johnson's martial arts... School is uh, recruiting Mr. Margarita. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mia? No, no. Yeah, I was trying to think of a Margarita. 
That's not bad, is it? There we go. Yeah. There we go. It's as close as we're going to get. Podcast title <laughs> right there. Mr. Miyagi. Oh, God. A bit no. of a fall for grace for Margarita. Last season on loan at Champions League with <laughs> Copenhagen. This season, League Two, Chesterfield. I don't know where his career goes from here. No. That's what I say. He's not going to be playing any football now for the rest of the season. Unless somebody, somebody might re-sign him in January, I suppose. From what I've gathered, though, he's not a terrible player. Mm. He's, he's, he's all right. I've heard he's, he's, he's been, highly rated. He's, from what I've seen, he's been really good there. Mm. Like, from reports and people that I've spoke to, like the numerous Chesterfield fans that I know. <laughs> <laughs> I would, that if if he's done all right there, and we, we can say hand on heart, he's done okay. I don't see why he would be one of the people that we couldn't give a chance to. It's like Siggy, isn't it? He's come yeah. back. He'll have another. They'll have another look at him. Um, in other news, um, Dicko should be back to full fitness, or should be with fitness by uh, the weekend's game. So he's going to get fit and then disappear to Africa. Yeah, basically. And that's African Cup of Nations update this week. Yeah, we've actually finally got one in. Um, I know we talked about it on the podcast recently, but it's going to be really good boost for somebody like Dicko back in the team. His energy and pace. Huge. I would be interested mm. to see how him and Graham play off each other. Mm. I'm, I'm just if... really excited for Dicko to be back in the side. I think it changes the whole dynamic. The side works so much better with a striker with pace up front, mm. which is, I mean, we'll probably go on to it, but the Chris Wood rumours again, they just don't make sense to me. Mm. He's just off. If we sign Chris Wood, you can't sign Danny Graham. Yeah. If you sign Chris Wood, he's as a replacement for Graham. I'd be to very post. surprised if Danny Graham wants to sign for us. Yeah, I don't think we'll pay forty grand a week. Yeah, I can't see us forking out that much. I'd be interested to know what proportion of his wages we're paying now. By the way, can you just at one point just edit the phrase "I'm really excited for Dick" <laughs> <laughs> rather than Dicko, <laughs> and we could use it to blackmail him. I don't know whether that's going to be the podcast title. I'll tweet it. I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm really excited for Dick. Oh, it's, <laughs> not, it's not something you could blackmail me with, really. <laughs> but yeah, that rumour came out this week with uh, Wolves trying to go after Chris Woods. After all the... Oh, Wood, Chris Wood, 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 I mean, who would you rather have at the two? I mean, I know that you don't think Danny Graham's going to stay around here, and let's face it, when he's got that lovely arm on, in the North East. You know, I'd mean? rather have Wood, I think. Young is, he, is he a bit quicker? I haven't seen enough Tr- of what to be able to comment. I think he's, I think he's a, a bit bigger. Um, mm. He offers you a bit more in that, that terms. I, I, I mean, watching Graham in the air, when we do resort to putting balls to, to him, which we did constantly at Brentford the other week, and he, he, he doesn't win much. You know what? I'll, I'll say this, and I've seen it for a couple of games that I've seen of him. I don't think he's a bad player. I think he leads playing very well. I think that's why Van La Parra works well off him, because he... Text the ball down, manages to lie ball yeah. off him. There's nothing wrong with him, but they're two decent players on there, both coming out of the Premier League. It's not, but by saying I prefer Wood, it's not saying I don't, I don't think no, no, Graham's no, any I, good. I agree. Mm. I um, personally think that Wood's more going forward. I think that you wouldn't play that sort of target man football to Wood. I think in the Championship, he'd score more goals than Graham. Can we go after Nugent? I want David Nugent. He's not getting a game, is it? No, that's why I want David he Nugent. He played on Saturday. I just love him, though. <laughs> He's got 100% international <laughs> goal scoring record. <laughs> was it the, was it the, not for football abilities, <laughs> just because you don't like David Nugent. <laughs> I just love him. Wasn't it, it also a <laughs> Wasn't it also a ridiculously bad goal? Didn't he like, nick someone's goal? He nicked it off the phone. Yeah, yeah, it was so pretty chippy much chippy. rolling over a line. He just booted it in the chances are Leicester's manager could well be changed by January so I think talking about Leicester players is yeah. probably mm. well, could if they change the manager nobody's going to want to leave because they'll, they'll all want a fresh chance I know no one, I know no one cares but I would like to give Nigel Pearson my backing by the way he'll appreciate it yeah. <laughs> what, what, yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure he listens to this every week no I, I agree 
I do agree. Uh, hard man, hard well, man. You, you know, mean, you know, you, you know, mean you, in terms of having to go with that fan, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fought off a pack of dogs, but probably, yeah. <laughs> but probably saying what he did to a paying, paying customer is you not know, the wisest yeah, thing. Not a customer at a football ground. That is not, although you pay to get in, that is not the relationship of football, someone in a football ground should be having with a team. If you turn it, I don't care if I've paid to go and watch it. If I paid to go and watch a performance in the West End, hmm. and I turn around and to sit Andrew Lloyd Webber and say, mate, your play's awful, in less polite terms, <laughs> he would be in, within his rights and to turn around and he would say something to me. We all know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he would be within his rights to say he would be within his rights to say go forth and multiply Luke I, I would be politely I would be rather unpolitely escorted out of the theatre whilst the play was stopped football you can't have that relationship so that wouldn't happen so I think that personally if you're going to shout dogs abuse you should, what was why if, they're not, if they're not customers if you, what are they because if they, if they all stop calling fans he's clearly not a fan if can yeah. you reference that though Fan and, fan and customer. Okay, let's not get back to my unit troubles. Are you buying well, you know. a product expecting something that you already know is going to be? You go to football not expecting three points every week. You go there because you enjoy the team, but you buy a toaster because you know it's going to make your toasted bread. Whereas you go to football to enjoy it. It's not a product. I, I don't, I don't watch, think, I think, I think that if you start describing yourself as a customer, You've completely misunderstood what football's about. Not you specifically, no, but I think the things, the two things, when you when you're talking about this amount, the amount of money that is spent on on the, the, by fans on the club, whether it be in the shop, in the ground, in the bar, for their seat, in the ground, for everything. If you can't tell me that they're not some in some way customers that are contributing but to, to the, the life when you buy a, a business, but Steve Morgan owns a business. He's not just an elected chairman like the old days when it used to be members of Wolverhampton board who, who used to sit there, a few businessmen from around there. He, he is owning a business and he's owning it because it takes money every week. I would say to you, and this is going to be quote, I'm quoting Ben here, when you go to the club oh, shop, <laughs> when, you, when, you go, when you go to the club shop and you buy a shirt, you get a shirt. When you go to the club shop and get a point, sorry, when you get to the bar and get a point, you get a point. You were buying a ticket. That puts you into an atmosphere, into a seat. What if the seat's wrong and the seat's broke? You can complain. You can't complain about what's going on in front of you. Just no, you can't. But, the, but, but football changed in in 1990s. Once the Premier League come in, the whole thing, the whole relationship between the people who go and watch and the clubs and the ownership of the clubs has all changed. You're not you're not treated the same anymore. You're treated like customers, so you are customers. But he's they an, treat you like customers. He's an they don't treat you like fans. He's an employee of a, of the business. Would be my um, my how do you put it? Sorry, that was a text from work. Response would be my response. So if you're going to abuse him, you should be willing to take the consequences that come with it. And I think we'll leave it there because I think we could probably go into a whole tangent yeah. of business <laughs> and football. Just want a final point. All I keep imagining now is Regan and a whole entire audience at a theatre throwing <laughs> their tickets at the, yeah. at the audience. <laughs> Wolves got back onto winning ways on Saturday with a 1-0 away win against Sheffield Wednesday at Hillsborough. And the unlikely goal scorer was Leon Clark. Jurassic Clark. 
Did you see him celebrating? Who was it that said that? He was was celebrating. It's like he's been listening because he was running with his um, He must have something wrong with his wrists because how he can get him to... Wolf's way him down. (laughs) I love that you say surprise goal scorer when it's our centre forward. (laughs) Oh, yeah, second choice forward. Did anyone see the completely surprising stat that came out after the game that since 2004, every time Lee and Clark have scored, Wolves have never lost? John, John, what do you think of that stat? I think it's correct. Thank you. <laughs> as, as a boy note for someone that's new to Wolves and the podcast, he didn't play for us for about six years. Should we just mm. clear that up just in case and anyone thinks he's a he world beater? He played about 70 odd. He's played, played quite a few as subs, so appearance wise, mm. it's well, well into the, well, probably 40s, I think. Isn't mm. it? Yeah. The record for when he scored is 10 wins and 5 draws. So he's only scored 15 times for us. I don't think we've ever I'm lost. Good at maths. I don't think we've. I, what I, the, the point I'd make is, I, unless someone can correct me, I don't think we've ever lost when Jack Price has scored for Wolves. No, you're right. Well, Jack Price has probably scored about. He might do his whole career keeping that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a good goal. Nice little poacher finish from Leon Clark. Is that what he's going to probably become now? The bring on as a sub, try and poach a goal at the end kind of player. Hopefully not. Leaves. Yeah. Until he leaves, which is inevitable, whether he leaves at the end of the season or in January. I don't think there's going to be any other role for do him. You th- do you think he's actually going to go in January? Well, there was rumour that he was going to leave a couple of weeks ago, wasn't there? Which Jacket has now denied. If he, if he does that in another five games this season and wins us another five, comes on late, wins us another five games. Depends who comes in. No, but it, it, just for, I'm just talking about Leon Clark. If he does that in another five games, gets us another 15 points, it's not a terrible signing. No. It, you can look back on it and say he hasn't done it consistently, but if he scores goals at vital times, it's important. And if he picks us up at if at the end of the season you look back and say he's picked us up twenty one points from winning from scoring winning goals, it's not a terrible signing. I'm willing to say something controversial, and he's been on the basis that the other person who could, we could have signed instead of him wouldn't have been in the same position or scored more. Well, no, but if we but, don't sign anyone, I'm just saying it's, it's a hypothetical situation, isn't it? Because well, well, we if he wasn't on the pitch, we wouldn't have been playing with ten. We'd have still been playing with eleven. Yeah, but that player, Leon Clark might be pick up better positions that other players don't. Or worse. Yeah. <laughs> so, if, if he scores a goal, for example, his goal on the, in the last minute on Saturday, or with five minutes ago, which it was, it's really good forward positioning, attacking the back post. So another striker might dick I was just surpri- there, I, I was just surprised to see him moving. I, I, I genuinely yeah. don't. I really what about all the, what, what I don't about, think Dicker would have been there. What, no, what, I'm about, just all, saying, what about all the other Dicker ones that have gone he, just, Yeah, well, he does miss a lot of chances, I'm yeah. saying. But if you look back at the end of the season, he scored five winning goals. That's still 15 points he's earned. If he scores five if, winners. Well, let's wait and see. Well, that's what I said. If, right, let's, let's all calm down. <laughs> well, I'm it's okay. You're going to like my controversial bit. Let's remember our friendship song. Come on. Regan, controversial moment. For someone who. Absolutely loves Leon Clark, as you've noted many times. Oh no, this isn't to do necessarily with Leon Clark. It's okay. based on John's comment of who comes in. Right. I still think Kenny Jackett is four games from the sack. Uh, you could argue. Yeah, yeah, he managed four yeah, games from yeah. the sack. Well, well, yeah. well, possibly less. Because despite the good performance against Bournemouth, by the way, I should just point out, I don't want him to be sacked. No. But this is my, this is my logical view. Prior to Bournemouth, I said he was three games from the sack. I think he would have been given Jan. He would be given till January to get people yeah. in, regardless. Just personal opinion. I think if you go over um, seven games, that's over ten um, percent of the season. It's nearly fifteen percent. If you were to go seven games without a win, so losing or potentially without a win, you're starting to get to the point where 
bums get a bit squeaky. Now, admittedly, I think that most of us would have been happy to be in the position we're in now at the start of the season. However, having performed relatively well and not had that, we'd already performed relatively well. And that, if we'd have said, yeah, we'd be here, I don't think anyone would have expected us to be in the position where we'd lost six. Was it six we lost in a row or five? Five. 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 But it was six without a win, that was it. Yeah. I think that if he was to go say that Saturday was a, not so much a fluke, but if you look at it, Van der Parra missed a few good chances, but we were quite lucky not to concede we were as lucky well. In the first well, half now, yeah, no, um, Stevie May and Drent, was it Drenthy? Royston yeah. Drenthy, who was previously at Feyenoord and Real Madrid. Yes. Yeah. And Everton as well. Yeah. As well. But, you know, they. Did we come. Well, it was a lucky win in some ways that we just needed. We needed that big, big bit of a look. To ease out a win, but just quickly, just to finish my point, if we were to one lose to Brighton, I think that would be a very bad decision. Sorry, not decision. That would be a very bad result. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say. That would yeah, be a bad yeah. result. And then you've got. It could have been the battle for the sack, couldn't it? If we'd, if we'd have lost on Saturday, yeah. I'm surprised. If you don't, if you don't heard the song they're singing, sad the is getting the sack. Um, <laughs> But then you've got two or three games in two or three days. You say he'll give until January. The thing is, three games is January. Hmm. If we were to say lose the next three, one win in ten, don't look good. Depends a little bit on whether you can see any progress or the change in the shape, which I think obviously bringing the young lads in is probably a really positive move because at least you can actually see something now. But the thing is, the thing is, we played four we played four centre half the other day and. But are they centre half? Yeah, yeah. The, Kenny Jackett's exact words on the thing were they were centre half playing in fullback position. But it sure us up. But we didn't. I've just, well, seen, I've, okay, just seen, yeah. I've just seen I've just seen I've just seen the highlights and seen Stevie May run through him about four times. Yeah. Okay. On the overall course of a game, though, it surely I don't think it particularly works to have your centre backs playing at fullbacks because it doesn't make you as good going forward. But, but surely it should in theory. It should. But in theory, it's a clean sheet. Lot, in theory, lots of things should work. In theory, I, I, I if you've got four... back a fair bit for the under-21s. You look very comfortable there. Personally, like having only seen I offer at the Bournemouth game, I thought it was class. But still... But like, I've, but, I've, yeah. seen, I've just seen Stevie May run through our defence. He was playing, I assume, as a lone target man because I didn't see any more strikes. So they've got one man to watch. And they were still getting done. There's still a major problem in, in Wolves' defence. But like John says, having both Iorfa and House starting was a great sign for that the was players. That the biggest positive, really. Yeah. For me, if they're playing in the right position, it's not. It's a sign of it's a sign of desperation, not of quality. Well, Regan, we won. <laughs> sure. I don't think it's, I don't think no, it's casting I'm concrete surely... that, they're, that they're rigid that, that, that yeah, playing in that position. That. But it is a this bit of this stage of their career. Surely, because... Goldborn's injured and Doherty's suspended. So exactly, it's a sign of desperation. I mean, I personally wouldn't. Lots of I mean, players have changed position within their career in the early stages. They're under twenty years old. Yeah. Would you rather see someone play in that position forever? Look at Stephen Ward. Yeah, I mean, would you rather Stephen Ward is not the example to go for on this one? I mean, would you rather see someone make their debut at fullback or at centre half? If they were centre, if they were, if they were centre half, I'd rather see him make the debut at centre half. Surely you wouldn't want to put them in a. Baptism of, baptism of fire as such at centre half, whereas you're going to have slightly less work. To in do my opinion, every position on the field is just as important as another one. You can't that for me that argument doesn't exist because if he's not particularly good in one position, putting him in there is just creating a weakness. Right, it's getting a bit feisty. Yeah. Oh, it's podcast. What's going on? I've we won a game. I've been away, <laughs> arguing like old women. What's going on? 
Anyway, let's talk about. Uh, another... I'm just I'm just annoyed that I've seen that picture on the uh, on on the fan cast header. And me and the Baron aren't there. <laughs> now, admittedly, that's because I couldn't get there because of work, but still, me and the Baron weren't there. There was, there was a, that, I was sitting right next to that empty chair, Regan. I was yeah. like, if only Regan was here. I had the opportunity. Yeah. They've offered it to me. I know. Yeah, I took, I took well, it. I'll, I'll, I'll read it. I'll, I'll play I'll, at the buffet. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> play it in your honour. I'll, I'll read the Was it just chicken? Oh, God, was it just chicken? <laughs> 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 that buffet was. Whew. Anyway, continue. Yeah. The, there was a reason why they called it a world class buffet. Little pies. Like, I don't, I don't, you saw it last year, really. You know what, literally, you know what did. Chicken. Yeah, you know what? Chicken goujons. Another player who can't seem to find the target is VLP, the best Dutchman of all time, Ben. <laughs> Stick by it. Yeah. Uh, did... <laughs> you absolutely... To be fair, I did say that sarcastically. I'd, I'd it genuinely is, say it is a the bit best out of context, ever. to be fair. Yeah. yeah. He did score, but it was ruled offside, which Kenny Jacket said wasn't offside. But how about the howler? It was another howler for me. Yeah. I was surprised originally he said red card got overturned. Oh, I was you know what? Too. Having watched it at the time, I, I thought it was a red. Oh, I did me too. Now, too. admittedly, having seen it, having seen it from the side angle, I didn't think it was a red, but I did think it was at least a yellow. A stupid I, tackle. I can well, see well, why the ref it. gave it. Um, I think we talked about last week because he does lead with his elbow, doesn't he? And does the thing is, he lead, he jumps with his elbow in the, but it's that's the natural position. Having studied it, it's the natural position to jump. But the thing is, it looks like he butts him. It mm. does look like he's gone. Yeah, he do. That, that's exactly. I, right. I, I, I thought. Can we was... just note to the viewers that Regan instated a headbutt motion. <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> From the, you mean the listeners, Dave? Thank you. Yes. Um, thank you. Viewers get... would be able to say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean viewers. <laughs> <laughs> for me, for me, it was a, It wasn't a red. I thought. It, I thought it was a yellow at least, but. I suppose maybe he hasn't got a yellow card on his uh, record, mm. so... Let's talk, go back to the anyway, back to the LP. <laughs> yeah. Back to the game. Now, he's, he's playing up top, which Jacket has said he can be... We're all slightly doubting. But Wolves... <laughs> Jacket said Leon Clark could play as a number 10. <laughs> but since the... Bo- to kid the opposition. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's all his job, that is. It's kidology. It's mind games, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's not mind games. that don't... I, like I scoring. He, no, I've, he's played two games <laughs> there. Liam Clark. Yeah. You can't write him off. I think he does a lot of good work. Mm. Well, I, that's what I mean. I two I, games in there, we've played. We played very well against Bournemouth since we were playing this. I would say four-four-two formation. Which I we think can't it's seem a four, to play. Four, one, one. But we can't seem to play that kind of style. But we seem not only to be playing it well now, but I think Van der Parra is part of the reason why we're doing well with this new formation. Thoughts. I think it's because he stretches the defence yeah. so much from his pace. He's, he just opens it up. So he's quick. Much. He's technical. He, he, you know, I think he hadn't played really before the last two games. He, he'd been like a bit. He hadn't had a good run out for at least a couple of months, had it really? I don't think. I don't think it's a coincidence that when we have a pacey player at front, McDonald looks better because it stretches the whole team. Because because yeah. he's so quick, their defence drop back, he which in turn in, drops their yeah. midfield back, which in turn gives McDonald more. And room. it means he can pass into a space rather than defeat and yeah. beat the tempo. And, and you've got, you got, you got to find a place for him because he wasn't working out that well wide. His performance at Brentford wide was probably one of the worst performances in a mm. Wolf shirt this season by any player. Van the Power uh, at Brentford. Yeah. Sorry, I was thinking Bournemouth. I got confused. Yeah. So, sorry, he, he played at Brentford. Yeah. He played, well, well, so he's played. He, well, he was on the pitch. So he's played. <laughs> he, he's played three games in. He's played for like recently. Games. Yeah. He's gonna. He's gonna. Yeah. He's gonna get better. Well, there's something there. 
you can see he's something. He hasn't really played that well for 90 minutes in any game, but you can see something, and he's only young. So he's one of these, that he's not going to play every game for the rest of the season. It's, it's just not going to happen. So he's going to be in and out the side, but there's something there that you'd think, well, we'll stick with him. I was know, very... I see more in him than I do yeah. in Cassidy and McAlinden. Yeah, def- yeah definitely. I'd, no, I agree with that. Um, definitely. McAlinden yeah, I like. No, I see more in Van yeah, Parra yeah. as a centre-forward. I've, I've said this. Yeah. I don't get why we called McAlinden. Well, I do, to a certain extent, I, I understand we were desperate, but I would like to see McAlinden go back out on loan for the rest of the season with no thoughts about, oh, I might be going back to Wolves. Only you, st- you stay to... Only for being more striking though, but Richard. You, I was going to say, Van Pau is incredibly raw um, in the same. Well, because he's young, but unlike Macalinden, um, actually, he's not that young. Is he? I was going to say he looks. He looks old. He's, he's no, not, there's not but much in terms of what meaning. actually makes him raw potential, it's his finishing. And surely, as a striker, that's probably the one main asset you don't particularly want to be raw. Now, because yeah, it should be natural, really. It should be a natural yeah. thing, whereas. McAlinden, okay, I quite like, but his rawness, so to speak, is to do with sort of his all-round general play and his hold-up of the ball and stretching defences. I don't think you would really question his finishing. No, but he hasn't of... quite got the pace to get into the position. No, he hasn't, no. But um, I think his off-the-ball movement's fantastic. If you watch, I think you have to sit behind, you sit behind the goal. No, you? no, I've moved on to halfway, haven't I? No. See, I've said this before, if you, sit, if you sit behind a goal and you watch him, no. he moves incredibly. Honestly, the best off the ball movement of any striker mm. I've ever seen. Ever? Well, for Wolves. Sorry, sorry. For Wolves, that I can remember, mm. mind, I'm going to have to bully comment from it because let's face Bear it. Bear in mind, you're only 14. Mm. 25. <laughs> <laughs> I got me half a cricket battle playing Aldi Tower two about four months ago. You'll get that reference eventually. I did get it. Yeah, I think we all got it. We still like it. Sorry. Anyway, you get what I'm saying. If you sit behind, I genuinely think you see him move and he pulls defences apart, but I think he needs someone playing off him. Sorry, just got it. Just got it. Go yeah. on. <laughs> I'm sorry, viewers. Mr. Miyagorita. <laughs> Van Lepara, I think he, he almost, you want him to be playing in the middle and then he's going out wide to get space. So he's pulling defences. He's, he's, I'm not going to say he's pulling defences off, but... But it, I don't know whether there's a place for him once Dicko's fit anyway, so it's only a temporary thing. You couldn't, you wouldn't play Dicko and Van La Parra. Because surely Dicko would do quite a similar... Yeah. That's what Dicko does, yeah. Yeah. effectively. You, so you wouldn't play them both anyway, would you? So it's only a, it's only I don't a, know, you could try and get Dicko to play more of a central role. but As a centre, like, stay in the box. Then try but then it. I think you're wasting him if you just stick him and just tell him to... I do think you're wasting. I think that this. I think, I think that playing as the second striker is something that we need to do this season. I think that if we've got someone playing, if we've got someone creating more space for McDonald, as we've said, we don't necessarily need three in midfield. We I need to make a situation where it works because yeah, two strikers just hasn't worked for ages for us. No. We just haven't had the right combination. Football never... manager you should always have two formations. Yeah. My assistant's always going nuts at me for only preparing one. So. <laughs> yes, this is, this is true. I've got the I've got the world standard four two three one, and then I've got the oh. You're losing. Yeah. Let's get a target. Back. Let's get target. <laughs> target man and Dicko. Did you hear about it? You say this though. I was listening to. Um, I was in the van at work. I was listening. I think it was. What's it? What's the name of the Wimbledon manager who won the cup? The manager. Yeah, Bobby Gold. Bobby Gold. Bobby Gold. And he said, I think he was saying it was that common that they have someone sent off. That in training they'd work on three banks of free. That's all they'd do. They'd have free, 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 and they'd win games. 
They get someone sent off you after 15, 20 minutes, and they were that used to playing. We should have so, had him in charge against Bournemouth. <laughs> free, free, free. It can work. Um, Danny Graham missed a very good chance in the first half. Well, generally, though, he's, he's got his, his goals, and he? he's been doing okay. I've been impressed with him since he's come in, and I think he's been the ideal. He would have been the ideal fall for Dicko so far. I would have loved to have seen him and Dicko together. General feeling around the campfire is as they don't think he's going to stay, which I'd be disappointed. With. I'd like to see him there till the end of the mm. season. Maybe he'll stay till the end of the season. But I think Dicko and Graham could work very well if, mm. if they can get the formation right. All in all, then with Sheffield Wednesday, it was a good result. We finally got the win. Got finally got three points on the board. Hopefully, it stopped the rot. Obviously, Brighton will see, but. The f- it just, we just needed that bit of luck, didn't we? We just needed that, that all decisions for the other team just to go against it, them. And we need to get that goal and, and just get the rocks up. Because I think if we lost against Sheffield Wednesday, my fear was out of this game and Brighton, two games where we could realistically just get a point. If we wouldn't, weren't able to get at least a point overall, then I would think, what is going on? But, yeah, we, but we've got the three points, that's the main thing. I think, well, I think we should be looking for at least three on Saturday. Oh, got to be. On Saturday, Wolves take on the under-pressure Brighton, who currently sit in the relegation zone. Sam Hippier is under more pressure and could be another manager out the door, following uh, Nigel Atkins, who lost his job at Reading today. Bad sacking. Yeah, and Steve Clark is now in charge at the Royals. Um, what, permanent or temporary? Yes, two and a half year deal oh, at Reading. Okay. Um, is that just a coincidence that they knew that that was going to get him? Well, sacked him and then got a new manager. <laughs> two hours later. Yeah. Well, Atkins got sacked yesterday. Sorry, yeah, it was Sackage. yesterday, yeah. Yeah, it's and, 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 it's a quick and Steve Clark was in the house to buy Reddings and they just snapped him up while he was there. <laughs> you when know what? When you've got those crisps, can you come over? I'll say this for Atkins. So I'm going to start out. He was in the Waitrose. Oh, Waitrose, Because yeah, obviously they're sponsored by. Yeah. I like Atkins. I mean, don't get me wrong, losing 6 1 to Brum is a bad result. But, but really, I, I was always, when they lost a job at Southampton, I was like, what are they doing? And then you kind of think, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're obviously in the relegation, they're 22nd in the table. They lost their last game to Millwall at home last Friday, 1 0. Their form last five is draw, draw, loss, loss, loss. Obviously, a lot of pressure on Sammy Hippier. Um, if we, this this is a manager that was managing in the Champions League last season. Is it and by Leverkusen? Yeah. Mm. But they, they, they had a poor season though, didn't they? Leverkusen. Yeah. Apparently he's trying one. his best to get sacked. Like Brighton fans just can't believe he played a load of kids on Friday. Mm. Just playing the sociology students that were left at the uni. <laughs> so they it just, <laughs> just lost the plot. It reminds me of Soul back in a bit. Oh, Watching him manage it. Mm. They're, <laughs> they're, they're still persisting with zonal marking. Mm. Um, at Brighton, and they're obviously, they're obviously struggling at the back, and they're still persisting with the. He won't change. It will never work in this country. I've no idea why. The, I mean, Benitez tried how long to get it to work. I mean, he's probably one of the best managers. Tapped. Tactically, it, it's, it looks like he's just trying to get players to do things they're not quite capable mm. of doing. And uh, could it be that if Wolves do get a win on Brighton, so said that that will be the end of Sampdoria? Who cares? <laughs> Let's, let's talk about the wider No, no, sorry. No, There's no. going to be a lot of editing. We need something of co- uh, you know, substance here, don't we? <laughs> We're going to have a whole half oh, now okay. going to about business. Okay. Okay. Football. Yeah. Why don't we like the uh, Vieira Keane interview? But it'll be John Bath, <laughs> Regan, business football. No, you're wrong, John. <laughs> <laughs> what, I'm trying to say, sorry, what I'm trying to say is I wouldn't feel bad if that was to happen. Yeah. Despite the Brighton, How dare you? Despite the Brighton fans being incredibly nice to us when we got relegated. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason why um, with Brighton they seem to seem to every year or not every the last two years um, lose a key manager or player 
So I've obviously mm. lost Poye, Garcia, who obviously resigned, and Alua. Ijoa. Ijoa, sorry. Spanish, um, he, looks, he looks one way, extremes are different. But they've, you know, they were what, champ, at least a playoff they got a team two years in a row. Two years in a row. Lost Steve Ward as well. Well, yeah, big loss there. The he was there playing this season. He's the Premier League. Is yeah. Ward here the game? Um, um, yes, I think he's playing for them. Um, but they have really fallen down, haven't they, Brighton? Really going down the pyramid. It's that constant turnover. I mean, you can keep falling into the playoffs and doing all right, but eventually you keep making changes and you keep losing one quality players and two. I'd say that Puyat's a quality manager mm. and I'd say that he's, he, he got him up there and I'd say Garcia seemed to be doing all right until he, um, sorry, he left because they didn't do particularly well in the playoffs. Yeah. So, as you said, you were about, they were bound to employ a bad one eventually. No, it's necessarily mm. saying if he is a bad one, but I'm saying he might not necessarily be suited. Um, their top goal scorer is Dunk. Oh, I'm sure they've Isn't got the most. Lewis Dunk is a centre half. Yeah, with five goals. That's their top goal scorer. Yeah. Surely they've had Sam Dunk as a headline somewhere in Brighton. <laughs> Surely, when he scored a winner. <laughs> Obviously, they've got Darren Bent on load. He'll score. He'll score. Definitely. Yeah. Score. And they've got Halford. Is that Greg Halford? Yeah. <sighs> He'll be injured. Ooh. He's always injured when he comes to play. But mate, you know what? There's n- I've never seen. I'll tweet him and ask he him. He played for Forest against us. I've never seen. No, I don't think it's did he? Yeah, at, 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 at Forest. The oh, well, well, well. <laughs> That's it. That's definitely a football chant waiting to happen. Elliot Bennett on um, as well. He, yeah, he had a poor game. New, awesome. Newcastle must have come up with that for his brother. Because <laughs> he's, he's gone back there, hasn't he? Yeah. Because they signed they him, sold him for big money, and now he's back there again. Mm. Do we know anyone else at Brighton that Wolves fans should be wary of on Saturday? <laughs> Forster Cassidy. He was really good last year, wasn't he? That Forster Cassidy. Yeah, he's um, England under 21, I think, still. It's Will Buckley. No, Will Buckley was. Macel Smith's gone as well. Can't say I know that much about no, him, Mac- really. Yeah, Macel Smith's gone back to Peterborough. The turnover of players is just unbelievable. Mm. I mean, I, I looked at their team sheet on Friday and I heard about Got David about Stockdale in goal. He's massively dropped off, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he, had, he had like a couple of good games keep... at Fulham and now all of a When they're talking about Stockdale as potential England keeper, yeah. 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 And he's, yeah, he's not really pushed on, I don't think. Mm. No. It's a nice ground, though, isn't it? Obviously, it'll be the last time since we played them, obviously, when we got relegated. That lovely day two years ago. Um, the team then for Saturday. Well, three all drawn in with the, the, the home, wasn't it? That's the day where Solbacker managed to make a air hole in the top of the uh, dugout. It was. And we actually didn't this. That's the most, that is the most hungover I've ever been at a football match. More hungover than Roger Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> hey. uh, what was that been as well? Hey. <laughs> you sound like that guy from Police Academy. But No, the other one, that's not the crazy one in Police Academy. Let's not see. Wrestling back, oh, John. Wrestling back. They've, not, they've John. never really been a good side for, for, for us to play, Brighton. No. They've always been a bit of a bogey mm. team, if we believe in bogey teams. But yes, Sheffield we Wednesday hadn't beaten Wolves for what, 50 years or something now? Really? Like, yeah. 50 years. At Hillsborough. At Hillsborough, yeah. yeah. There's only been the odd victory at Molyneux in the last 20 years. To be fair, years. though, there must have been a. That's, a. that's one because, I mean, there's been times, I mean, admittedly when I was young, there was a good time where we hadn't played each other for about 13 years. But times before that, we must have been in the same league quite a long time. What, mm. With what? Wednesday? Right. Oh, Wednesday, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot. It's a hell of a lot of games. And I mean, if if you wanted to pick two teams for Wolves to play, it'd probably be Sheffield Wednesday and Bristol City, and just don't lose to either of them. Um, but did we not lose to them in? The yeah, I'm, I'm not saying we never lost to them, but I mean, <laughs> to be fair, the sword <laughs> ever the sword, the sword this season doesn't count. We could we could have lost to a 
pregnant woman. <laughs> we, didn't lo- <laughs> <laughs> we didn't lose the Bristol City then. Anyone? Oh, do, we, do we draw? Why is that the first thing that came to your head? You know what I was thinking about? I was thinking about this Jasper Carrot joke about when the Australian uh, rugby team lost to a uh, lost to a passerby, and then it, and then the joke is then when the woman in question went into labour. <laughs> Goal scorer for Martha's team, Martha. <laughs> Um, let's talk about the team then for Saturday. Obviously, we mentioned Dico earlier could be uh, in contention for the game. I don't think he'll start. No, he'll probably be on the bench, won't you, would have thought. Um, same team then, really, as we've played the last two games because of, obviously, suspensions. Doty's still out. It's quite rare, isn't it, for Jaffa to name the same team? Yeah. Do we think that he may name that same team, John? Is there another centre-back he can put in somewhere else? Ethan Ebanks Landell? Well, Ethan Ebanks Landell. We've got defensive mid. You know what, I'll say this though, and I'll take your point on what you said earlier thinking about it. Ethan Ebanks Landell, I've always thought he was better as a right back. I thought that when he played right back in League One, admittedly this was in League One last year, but when he played right back, I he thought was, he looked. He was probably less exposed in that position, in that division, that's probably why. He's also in contention to come back as well on Saturday. He has been awful. Do, do, do other people rate him? Yeah. I, think I, like okay. him going, I, I, I like him going forward, I think he runs well. I thought he, I mean. <laughs> I don't think he can play with back. Best game, though, was Forrest at home. Thank you, by the way. Danny Bart wasn't born in Broly Hill. Everyone would think he was sh- yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I think yeah, we've yeah. been saying if that. Danny Bart, if Danny Bart wasn't born in Broly Hill, there would be cat calls non-stop. He's a clogger. He, everyone excuse me for a sec. Danny, yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like him. I think it, but I think I do, there's, there's very little technical ability there with Danny Bart. He's, he's a stopper. He's, very good, he's, he's very good next to a... I think he's good next to a player that can yeah. play. I th- I do, I've said this for a while. I do think he needs a more experienced, better player alongside him. Which is why he did well with Stearman last year. Mm. I don't think the Stearman's necessarily a better player, but I think he's more experienced. But he could do, we're in another level now. We could almost do with an, an ex-Premier League type player. Centre-back partnerships are just as important as they used to say striking partnerships were. And I'd say striker and number 10 partnerships are now. And I think it was... Um, I can't remember... I did it somewhere last week. John Terry was when John Terry was world class. Look who we had playing next to him, Paolo Ferreira. wasn't necessarily the best centre half ever, but you've they. Played, were... You've played with Carvalho, yeah, centre half. Sorry, that's what I meant. Carvalho. Ferreira was the right back one. Yeah. yeah. So, sorry, I meant Carvalho. Wasn't necessarily the most fantastic. You just cut him out. He doesn't need to look. Like <laughs> <laughs> he was playing with Car- he was playing with Carvalho. He, he, he didn't necessarily have the quickest or but they had this great partnership. I think that Bart needs someone who is capable of being that person for him at this level. Because the more he learns, the better he's going to become. But for me, he's constantly showed up with his poor pass selection and his poor passing ability. And I think that whilst centre-halves aren't necessarily employed to pass, that is a more prevalent part of today's game. I just think we need an older head at the back. I think we've got two younger back four. Who's the the oldest player on the team other than Akimi? Mm Mm-hmm. So that, that's your head, or Dave Edwards. But other than that, it's a yeah. pretty young yeah. squad. It is, and for a, as a back four, I think they, they, they could do with somebody a, a bit more experienced. I just think they need a bit of an older head around the camp. I know. Top I mean, I'm thinking th- of obviously it wouldn't because of wages. Rio Ferdinand, that sort of player, would be like a player mm. that's played at a decent level, but older now. Ricky, yeah, I mean, I mean somebody like a Richard Dunn. Yeah. Yeah. Would, would, would be, yeah Richard Dunn. Probably too far gone. Yeah. Richard Dunn yeah, 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 is still playing. Still, no, no, yeah, he's still doing the job. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Richard Dunn, but not Richard Dunn. Yeah. yeah. Matthew Upson. I mean, Matthew Upson. That would be a good one. Ricketts. Just coming back from fitness. Rich would just carry on naming old centre back. Yeah. I think that Ricketts did that sort of job for him last year. Now, admittedly, did it from right back for the majority of the season but he marshalled and I thought there were a lot of times last year 
where we quite obviously missed Ricketts as captain. Like when mm. the games where we played badly were the games when Bart was captain. I don't. It's not an anti. It's not meant to sound like an anti Danny Bart rant, mm. but I don't think he's a captain. <laughs> See, I think he probably is a captain. More than but I, I, I don't, I don't think big. he. I, Do you know yeah, I, mean? I just I think, think he's got, he's, he's got a presence, presence about him. But yeah, I think I John Terry's. Work. I think John Terry's a, a better version of Bath. Yeah, I've, I've, said, I've, said, I've, said this, I've said this before. He's, a, he's, great, a, he's a great defender. He stick your head in the way last minute and cut your head open and walk off. The difference between the difference between Bart and Terry for me is Terry's still a good defender. Yeah, Bart. We'll put his body on the line and he'll get there and he'll make. But, but the problem uh, is that Bart's but, usually caused the need for him to be Danny there. Bart is still young, he's still got yeah. time to. You look at defenders where they'll probably reach the peak, what, late 20s, early 30s? Yeah, he's I'm, got loads of time to. There's, lots of, there's lots of difference, though. Terry would earn respect from mm. in different ways. Obviously, he'd been there, yeah. done it. And I think if John Terry turned around and says, do it, the rest of the team just yeah. do it. He's a leader of men. I don't know about Danny. John Terry's I still the best. I don't think people are going to jump when Danny says, will you do this? I think, yeah, but I think Danny, again, he's. He's yeah. got. He's I think you can't. Young you can't slate him too much now for his ability when he's still got. Time, you know, when he's maybe 27, 28, mm. and he's still. What I'm going to say to you now, and this is exactly what Richard was saying about strikers, you don't want him to be improving the. There's, there's certain things you want him to get better at, but you don't want them to be worried about them being good. If that's their position, you don't want a striker to be worried mm. about getting better at finishing. Danny Bart's going to get better at the mental side of the game, he's technically not going to get any better. They don't players don't get technically better. They get stronger mentally. Well, I get that in terms of he's not going to improve the technical side of his game. But you like Ebanks Lendell for, and they've pretty much got quite similar faults. Yeah, but I think of, I, I've said that I like like Ebanks Lendell when he's played right back. I don't like him as a centre half. I don't think he's particularly great. Mm. I think when you've seen him go forward, and it was the same with Zubar, he he's a he was half decent going forward. In, that he, technically he went past players He the thing is as well Ibrahim Clendell is probably one of the quicker centre-halves that we've got so that was why he was suited to going up and down the right wing scored a great goal against Leighton Orient moved well up, up the wings and yeah. Matt, there's just sometimes there's yeah, just sometimes no, there's just something you like just, isn't that the way modern fullbacks are a little bit anyway they yeah are. but that's that's what I think that Ibrahim Clendell looks more like a modern fullback and I said completely not saying that they are technically the same sort of level <clears throat> Ten years ago, Cole Walker would have been a centre back. Mm. He's big, he's bulky. Mm. Now, he's on the right wing. So he's he's right back for Tottenham. That's the sort of player that I envision Ebanks Landell being. I think of him as more of a right-sided, full, marauding fullback than a centre half. And I think that's why he's been shown up because he lacks the ability but that's to probably track. Why I, I always look so good as well, though, because he he looks decent back and recovery. He's got good pace. Doherty's been weak at the, in defence. Doherty's main strength been, are the other side of the halfway line going forward and adding something that's to the defence. Sure that's the more than full Yeah, that, yeah. that is. Full back, full back. But when you're losing 4 0 and 5 0, and that, you, you tend to actually want somebody to be able to defend a little the bit. The thing, the thing <laughs> which is, is why you play a centre back at right back. But, uh, but, or, or this is why that you have. But, but he played half of his games in the under 21s, but in both he's played half and half. I think Doherty's red card did Jacket a favour, actually. Because yeah. it meant that he didn't have to drop him, and I think it was getting to the point where he might have needed to because he's been quite poor for a number of weeks now, yeah. and it sort of meant that he didn't have to. Back to your point, full fullbacks. 
No, but, no, but what I'm saying... I feel like I'm going to have some kind of traffic light yeah. system here. Yeah. Just, I'm going to get some paddles out. Yeah. Fall, no, but, fall, the, the thing is, though, and this is why fullbacks go for so much money these days, is because most of their work is in the other half, yeah. but the great ones can still defend. Danny Alves is brilliant going forward. Now, I don't like the bloke, but he can defend and he can tackle as well. And that's where they need to improve that side of the game. And maybe that's why I like, kind of liked... Ebanks Landell because I thought he was all right going forward and you'd expect him to be half decent. Now you do want players that are better defensively if you're fullbacks, but the thing is as well, that's why most teams now where their fullbacks just bomb on because the wingers cut inside. Because effectively these days fullbacks are wingers. Mm-hmm. Have a have an out and out defensive midfielder. The only out and out defensive midfielder I can name that Wolves have got is Jack Price. And on that point, let's go back to the original point. Brighton. <laughs> of Brighton and the team. Let's forget defence then. Are you asking for my team? Yes, let's let's talk teams. Come on, let's talk teams. Stefan the post <laughs> Stefan Postmaring no, no. Do you remember? Oh, is it, is it about Yes, you've heard you've heard what I've heard as well. Is it gonna be the same team that plays for Wednesday? No. No. So no. what changes are Wolves going to make on Saturday? I would think oh, no actually. I just I don't know what changes necessarily about, but he very rarely keeps the same team. I imagine there'll be something. He might try and shore defence up. He might be near back to Landell back for Stearman. Personally, I think that Bart will get dropped eventually. No, no, not, not unless we get in a very good yeah. centre half. Um, I don't think it'll be. Don't think it'll be soon. I think he would be bottom of the list of the players that Jack. Temp, I think Akeem is the only undroppable player that because he built the whole new Wolves. Around Danny Bath, basically. Yeah. And I don't think he's played as well this season either. Tarder League. Sorry? Tarder League. And I well, think it's harder with the. I don't think going down. I think for me, he's been going down too early and showing he's sorted too many strikers one side of the goal for him to put it in. I don't think that matters whether you're in League Two, League One, or the Championship. If the striker. And at least they've got somebody now who you could put on in this division and have mm. confidence in. You know, when we've got Flat and McCary on the bench. Oh, um, Kushak, sorry. Mm. Yeah, I mean, so but having said that, I think it would be a really poor decision. Yeah, for, I because I mean, if you listen to anyone who's had Kushak in the last couple of years, they were quite glad to see the. Uh, yeah, and I, th- I think I think putting a goalkeeper out for a lone keeper is a bad Bob, move. Bobby, yeah. as far as I understand, Bobby Mims is currently free. Uh, Regan, Bobby jobs. Mims isn't coming back. Okay, I'll not coming back. I'll go and fetch him for Bahrain. I've got the two oh six. I can get to Bahrain. So we think then um, up front. <laughs> Danny Graham and VLP still I, I'd keep the same team yeah. um, I don't see a point in changing it to be honest Diko's um, not going to be fit enough to start no. um, a bit of momentum would be nice yeah. to be honest and I think that although he missed a couple of easy chances well a couple of sitters I think that eventually Van Lepara if he keeps putting himself in them positions he will discover the ability to finish let's do predictions for Saturday then John Bab, what are you going to go for what's your prediction one. Keepers and Spence. One one. One one. Okay. Ben Husband. Wolf score win. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just point uh, out that when three, I when I say one. when I say score win, I think what I mean to say is like a three one, both teams will score, but wolves will win. Okay. Uh, wolves score win. Okay. Uh two no wolves. <laughs> <laughs> I deliberately tried to time that well. Does score win now now mean three one win? No, it, it, just, it, it just could be a two one. Okay. Could be a three two. It could be a 4-1. Okay. 
to school. We both teams to school. Both teams to school. That's yeah. Yeah. Basically, he's made that up, really. That is what <laughs> 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 I think it is. I think it is. That's what I'm saying. I think it's what I meant. Um, and we finished the podcast on an email we received all the way from Western Australia, everybody. Oh, Perth. Uh, he doesn't say. Just it's got to be because it's the most isolated city in the world. It's the only city in Western Australia. Okay, we'll say that then. Um, <laughs> um, it's from Madura Wolf Mark. When we all get excited and laugh all at the same time, it gets so loud in his car that you know, the speakers are going to blow up. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but I'm going to mention that. Can you say an Australian accent, please? <laughs> I can't, but Regan, do you want to try that in an Australian accent? <laughs> I've got a superb Australian accent. Crikey, comma. Whenever they laugh, I think the, <laughs> the car speakers are going to blow. That's quite solid, actually. Oh, ben, I'll, oh, I'll leave it there. I'm not going to get into competition. Stroof, mate. Roo's on the roof. <laughs> right. Let's mention the actual point of the email. You know, you know. I think you've got to do this, but you've just got to email him and tell him that if he listens to the final seconds of the blog, it's just... Uh, right, so the bit he mentions in the email is that what, uh, when he listens to the podcast, one of his favourite games to play is uh, to spot how many times someone says the phrase, I think. Um, for example, I think Kenny needs to spend more in January. Out of interest, I think Luke's, which I believe might be Luke Thompson, not like yourself, is in the lead with 15. Well, I don't know. I think you've had a lot of I thinks tonight. An awful lot. I'm feeling very pensive. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would be really scoring high on the thinkometer. The thinkometer. You you're going to listen to this yeah. now. <laughs> think. I, I've had a lot of thoughts built up over the last um, few weeks. I'm going to. You're thinking of me, mate. I ain't been on the podcast. Are we thought as just a past tense of I think. Yes. Is that <laughs> <counting> <laughs> as well? So if you say I thought, is that an I think? Previously, I will allow it. It is because you used to think it. Yeah, okay. Well, and that's where we'll leave this week's podcast. Thank you very much. Hang on. Who is he keeping record of this? Is he listening to us while he's driving? Well, he's a he's a good driver and he's making mental notes. And then (laughs) what he's doing as a good driver is that when he's listening to the podcast, he pulls over in a layby, gets his gets his thing going to end. Gets his Richard Hobbs sponsor notepad. Yeah. Hang on, where's the notepad? I don't know. With me, I haven't over the last couple of weeks. I keep forgetting it. Don't get embarrassed by him. It's okay. It's perfectly okay to bring him, Rich. Don't, don't let him. Don't let him muscle you in. <laughs> I told. I only took it the mid once. The mid last because I've only been on the podcast with you. Yeah, once. Yeah. 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 I think it shows professionalism. You bring yeah. it. Yeah. Right. That's where we'll leave it. Follow us on Twitter at WWFC Fancast, Facebook Wolves Football Fancast Show, and for the latest blogs and opinion pieces, WolvesFancast.com. We're back next week for the Christmas edition. Of all's fancast to review the game against Brighton. And Billy if, Wright or Billy Wrong? Because you'd be back. Or the Jack Price is right. Oh! Yeah! <laughs> I'll tell you what, that's, that's his speaker's gone, isn't it? His speaker's just went. Hey, did we thought. not come out with that last season? Right, next week. Do we all have to come in um, mock beards? Now I've just got to figure out how to do a Jack Price is right for podcast version. <laughs> Mate, you've got to drop him a drop him a tweet. He'd, bat, he'd blatantly get involved. Do you like soccer? AM? Hi, I'm Jack Price. You're listening to yeah. <laughs> idea. Anyway, <laughs> for this week, if you've been able to get through the last hour, it's a uh, bye from John Vav. Goodbye. Bye from Ben. Bye. Bye from Regan. Or if <laughs> Bye from Rich. Bye. And it's bye from me. We'll see you next week. Why Don't... is everyone wave at the microphone? <laughs> <laughs>
This is what renting furniture with Feather looks like. Pieces that fit your style and your space and cost less than your monthly phone bill. Oh, and did we mention delivery and assembly included? Feather. Start renting at livefeather.com.